Welcome everyone to a special bonus episode of Radio Rebellion, a Star Wars podcast. I am your host Alberto Calderon and as always thank you for joining us on this great Star Wars Saturday in between our end of season four episode that we had two weeks ago I believe we took last week off we're back this week but just very chill you can see very laid back it's start of summer unofficially right we're in Florida it's already 90 degrees so Taking taking it back today, just a little a little quick episode. Just talk a little bit about May Fourth. Happy May Fourth, everyone! This past Wednesday, we finally got the full and you say full trailer, just over a minute minute long, minute minute and a half. But we got our Kenobi trailer. We got the Disney Gallery Book of Boba Fett behind the scene episode. That was a great one hour, and a bunch of other smaller reveals. Some new books came out. A bunch of new toys are coming out, which again, the, you can start um, oh, pre whatever. You can order them, pre-order them, but they won't be here till spring 2023, which I, you know, it's not the way to go. But anyway, we're here today. We're gonna be just breaking down. I don't know if break breaking down is the correct word, but we'll talk about the Kenobi trailer. Trailer. We'll talk about Book of Boba Fett. And then next week, we're officially back with our season five premiere. Our friend Otis is going to be here. We're going to be speculating about what we might see, what might be revealed during Star Wars Celebration, which is coming up at the end of the month. Not too far now, at the same day or the day before Kenobi drops. So Star Wars Celebrations, Star Wars Celebration, um, May 26. So a little bit over three weeks or less than three weeks. And then Kenobi comes out the day after that Friday. So yeah, that's next week. Uh, big surprise that they are a big, big announcement, I should say. So make sure to join us next week as we return officially to Radio Rebellion, a Star Wars podcast. But if you're joining us today, thank you as always for taking a little, little break and talking Star Wars with us. If it's your first time watching, then thank you for being here. Make sure that you're subscribed to our channel so you don't miss any new episodes that drop. Make sure to comment down below any thoughts that you might have on Star Wars or any of our topics. And then just give us a like if you haven't. Just hit that thumbs up button. And same thing if you're listening to this later on the audio podcast when it comes out. Just leave us a rating and review or on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, wherever you listen to your podcast. Just let us know if you're enjoying the show. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Radio Rebel Pod. You can see it down there. I usually say it at the end, but. Anyway, it's there, and we always mention the Amidala Initiative. Make sure that you're helping out if you can, get informed with everything that's going on around the country, and if you can help, there's a link down at the bottom, and then whatever you can, it always helps. So, yeah, I think that's, that's it. So let's do it. If you guys are here, thanks for being here, and if you guys are ready, I know I'm ready. Let's talk Star Wars and a little bit of Star Wars news. Star Wars news. Star Wars news and what news but the Kenobi trailer it has to be the Kenobi trailer right finally we got it it's there look at those Inquisitors man I I just love Grand Inquisitor a lot of people including myself were a little bit critic, critical when that first images came out on the first trailer but all in now I love what we saw here I love everything about the Inquisitors and we'll talk all about it in a little bit so you know what let's go ahead 
we didn't do a reaction to the trailer because I wasn't away. This dropped, what was it, like 10 in the morning, 9 in the morning on Wednesday. So I'm not going to wait till I get home at 6, 6.30 to do a reaction. So I watched it right then and there, had my thoughts, love everything I saw from it. You know what? Let's watch it. Let's do a quick watch and see, and then we'll talk about it a little bit. All right. Man. So are you guys excited for Kenobi now that we've seen two trailers? I don't think we'll get too much. Dave, you that new... Oh, look at that shot, man. I love everything that they're doing with the Inquisitors, the Luke, the Third Sister, the Sixth Brother. There he is, Grand Inquisitor, Reva. And the man, Kenobi. Leave us alone. This is, this is the one. He must be trained. Like you trained his father? Yeah, so that's the big line, right? Like you trained. We all know that Owen doesn't want him anywhere close to Luke, so it's going to be interesting. He can always go on. Don't worry about it, Vader. Is he talking to Vader? Is it Reva that wants Vader? <laughs> A little high school picture for Kenobi. Oh man, that shot was... Oh! No, there's a dead rope droid. <laughs> that, new, that new droid. Man, Reva. There he is. Ooh, Vader. Oh, and the red saber to end it. So, yes, great trailer. Um, all in all, it's a great trailer, got everyone hyped, including myself, even more hyped. So I don't know even where, where to start. There's nothing wrong about this trailer. The Owen line is the one that a lot of people are talking about. Uh, like, um, Obi-Wan says, oh, when the time comes, he must be trained or like you train his father. What's that going to do to Obi-Wan? We've been saying for months now, probably years, that this, this has to be an emotional journey for Obi-Wan. And knowing that he's so close to Luke in terms of distance, and I'm sure emotionally and connection, of course, to Anakin and all that stuff. But now Anakin, I mean, Luke's father figure in Owen, or not father figure, his actual father is the one raising him, kind of, dude, just stay away, you've done enough. What's that going to be like for Obi-Wan? How's that relationship between... Owen and Kenobi is going to be explored. How is Beru going to kind of fit into all this? Very interesting. But the Inquisitors, let's start with the Inquisitors. I said it before, a lot of talk of the Grand Inquisitor, how he didn't look like Theon Medon that we saw in Revenge, in Revenge of the Sith, or doesn't look like the animated Grand Inquisitor that we know. But it doesn't matter. That look now that we see him a couple of times, at least myself, I got used to, to the look and then see him in a little bit more in action, moving. Oh man, the whole look of the Inquisitors, the clothes, the armor, it just works. Uh, let's say hi to my friend Dale. How you doing, Dale? Hello there, General Dale. How dare you? Thanks for joining us today on this. Like I said before, a very laid back, chill, cannot talk to that. It's not even an episode. We're just talking a little bit. So yeah, the Inquisitors, I'm very glad and 
very glad that they're the focus, especially this trailer and throughout the series. We know we're getting Vader. We saw him there at the end. And he's, he is the big bad out there for Obi-Wan, but it's not going to be in every episode. At least I don't think, like, chasing Obi-Wan, having all these confrontations. It's going to be the Inquisitors, the main bad, especially Reva. Looks to be the one that's chasing Obi-Wan. Does Reva and Obi-Wan Obi -Wan have any background, any history that we don't know of? That's going to be very interesting. Who is the Grand Inquisitor talking to? We all think it's Darth Vader when he says, are you still searching for Kenobi? He's gone. And then we hear Reva kind of saying, oh, maybe you're looking in the wrong places. I think that's just kind of a bait and switch. He has to be talking talking with or to Vader as the one that's searching for everyone. So again, love the look of the Inquisitors in Rebels. Love the look of the Inquisitors here. So very hyped for seeing them so much in the series. Give me, give me all the Inquisitors that you have. There's four in this series. So far, all of them are without helmets, which I understand. I know the sixth brother has kind of that half helmet. I do love all the helmets of the Inquisitors in Rebels and in the comic books. So I would hope that at least in one episode, or a few scenes, we see them with their helmets, because those helmet designs are some of my favorites. But I do understand if they just want to highlight the actors, which again, makes sense. Um. And what else? Uh, we see Obi-Wan hand-to-hand fighting using blasters, which you know it's less civilized. Uh, but you gotta do what you gotta do to defend yourself. Yourself is trying not to be a Jedi so he can whip out his lightsaber. And then he has bounty hunters after him. We saw, who is it? Uh, Forlom, I believe, that we saw shooting at him with Reva in the kind of the distance looking at it. Who else is going to show up? Some people think that maybe even Cat Bane can show up. They have some history from the Clone Wars, so that's a big one. It'll be interesting because we saw Cat Bane already. He's been established in live action, so it might make sense to show him a little bit here. My gut reaction is that Cat Bane won't be there. Maybe we'll get some other bounty hunters. Maybe we'll get Bosk, uh, Dengar. Who knows? Or maybe not. Maybe just Forlom is the one that we know, and then just a bunch of lackeys that Obi-Wan takes care of pretty quickly. And that's fine, because eh, bounty hunters in Obi-Wan, that's OK. Uh, what else? We got that new droid, that little, I thought it was kind of a tracking device. So I guess that's a little new red and silver droid. I don't know who he belongs to. Is it? belongs to Kumali, Kumal Naji, ah, sorry, Kumal's character, which we saw finally in the trailer, looks like he's playing a Jedi. I, It's pretty sure that he's the Jedi that Obi-Wan is talking to. At first, that first trailer, I thought he was talking to Qui-Gon's ghost, kind of saying, hey, the war's done, we lost, we gotta stay hidden. I thought that was Qui-Gon. But now it kind of makes a little bit more sense it might be this character that that he's playing this brand new Jedi that we don't know who it is. Will there be mentions of other Jedi that are out there in hiding? Can we get a quick mention of Cal Kestis, uh, Kanan, or Caleb at that point? It's kind of, I don't know, it's reaching a little bit, but maybe. It'll be cool at least to get a mention. Maybe just we get some Arubesh with the Emperor who might be there or Vader just looking at a list of lost Jedi and maybe we see them there. And that at least is a kind of a confirmation there that they're around there somewhere. So it's going to be very interesting. And um, I mean, can you say about the acting from Moses Ingram as Reva, the third sister, just yelling, Kenobi, you can't escape him. You can run. You can't escape him. 
Like, so that kind of makes me believe that there is some history between the two of them. She's too passionate going after Kenobi. So we'll see. Um, so that's basically it for that trailer. Uh, pretty, uh, let me see what else. What else did I miss? So do you guys think the Emperor is going to show up? We talked about this a couple of months ago. There was a an interview that Ian McDermott did last year, I think September, that he kind of mentioned he was going to be in one of the new series. And a lot of people jumped in. Oh, maybe it's the Kenobi one. Kind of makes sense. We talked about it last time. And then recently, I think last week, he said that he's going. the Emperor will show up in one of the next few series. Is it Kenobi? Is it Andor? We don't know. Probably both. Makes more sense, I think, for him to be in Andor, but it also makes sense for him to show up in that Kenobi series. But like we said that past time, a couple of months ago, I don't want him kind of... I wouldn't mind if he's there as the Emperor, but it would be more interesting... Sorry, if he's there as Darth Sidious or whatever, but it will be more interesting if he's there as the Emperor of this Empire in the Senate, and we start seeing those building blocks, maybe of the rebellion, and then it ties up to Ando a few whenever whenever it comes out, maybe later this year. But yeah, I think the Emperor will will be there. He's great. So any any anything you can give us with the Emperor, I'll take. Right, let me. I changed my water bottle today. I went a little bit. There we go. We gotta promote the brand a little bit. So Radio Rebellion water. If you want some, go to your nearest starport. Ask for it. All right, maybe I, hopefully I didn't make too much noise with it. Uh, so yeah, what, what did you guys think of the trailer? Is I'm not gonna ask if you're hyped or not, because I'm pretty sure if you're watching this show, you're gonna be hyped for the Kenobi trailer. What are you looking forward to? Uh, was it that new droid that showed up? Is it gonna be Reva, Wrecking Shop? How are you feeling about the Inquisitor now, the Grand Inquisitor now that you've seen him a couple of times? I'm, I'm sold on the on his look. And then Vader, how much Vader are we going to get? We saw him there getting built up. So it's going to be similar to how we saw him in Rogue One. I would think we will get that a little bit more extended now that we have Hayden Christensen under the armor. It will be interesting to see him all burned up then getting built as Vader. And flashback, there has to be some flashback to the Clone Wars. I've said it, I don't know how many times. Let's start the season with that cut scene from uh, or deleted scene or the one that didn't make it to the Clone Wars of Obi-Wan and Anakin talking in this fireplace kind of on this open fire I should say reminiscing about Ahsoka leaving the order and how Anakin failed her and all that and Anakin kind of said how would you feel if I left the order to Kenobi and he said oh that will never happen and he kind of started the show that way I think that to me is more interesting We'll see, only about 20 more days, three weeks, a little bit less than three weeks. We'll get finally Kenobi, the Kenobi show. I don't know how long we've been waiting for this. Since last celebration, I think, is when it was officially announced, although we've kind of wondered it's gonna be there for probably two, two or three years before that. Ah, I just wanna watch it again. That trailer is so good. So yeah, just let me know what you guys thought of the trailer and what you're wanting to see from the Kenobi series. And then we'll do same that we did for the Book of Boba Fett. We'll have weekly reviews of the episodes with season one kind of dropping that Friday with two episodes. 
Uh, that week, that's our celebration week. We're going to have a special episode on Thursday covering everything that drops that day. Then Friday, we'll have another special episode talking about celebration and probably maybe covering just the first episode of the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. And then on our regular show on Saturday, we'll cover celebration and then the third, the second episode of Kenobi on Sunday. So Friday's not too jam-packed, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We have some great guests joining us that week. It's going to be a blast. Star Wars Celebrations will have three episodes, Thursday, Friday, at 7 p.m. Eastern, most likely. Oof, excuse me. And then a regular episode at 5 p.m. on Saturday. All right, so let me make sure I didn't forget anything about the Kenobi trailer. I love also how much Empire we're getting. At least in, I forgot the name of the planet where the Mount Inquisitorus or whatever they're, that fort, Fortress in, in, in Inquisitorus or whatever. I love how much Empire presence we're getting. That it's not just the, the Inquisitors and that's it. There's a bunch of stormtroopers. There's gonna be Imperial generals and admirals and all that stuff. So I love that we're getting to see that side of the Empire kind of taking over the galaxy, which we really haven't seen in in Endor, in Rogue One. They were already set set up right there at the end with the new the rebellion is coming out. So I hope we get more from the Empire side. And I know we're gonna get it in Andor. So again, just start making that connection now. All right, so our second topic today. Again, if just let me know down in the comments or if you're watching the chat, what were some of your highlights from the Kenobi trailer? Do you think we're gonna get more trailers? I don't think we'll get any more kind of long trailers. We'll probably get one or two kind of TV clips. We always get a few of those, so like a 30-second kind of cuts. They always do that for Book of Boba Fett. They, they did it a couple of times. Usually every week they release like a new 30 second mini mini trailer or something. So I think we'll get maybe one or two of those, but no more full trailers. I think we're good. Only six episodes. No talk about the length of the episodes, hopefully close to an hour. If it's six one hour episodes, that's like <clears throat> a trilogy right there. So that's gonna work. Is there gonna be a season two? There's a lot of rumors, I think. Ewan McGregor said that if there's more story to tell, he's up to it. Um, I don't think Deborah Chow kind of said the same thing. Uh, it's kind of built up as a limited series, and I'm okay with it. Just give me one season, six great episodes, and I'm okay. We don't need to keep extending it. But if we get more, we get more. All right, so second kind of topic for today that we're going to talk is a little bit the behind the scenes of the Book of Boba Fett which was another great look at this show that kind of had, had its ups and downs. Fans were kind of hit or miss. Not everyone loved what we got with the book of Boba Fett. I enjoyed it for what it was. Wasn't the greatest show out there, but it was pretty interesting. Give, gave me more of one of my favorite characters or my favorite character right there, Boba Fett. So seeing that behind the scenes was great. Let me just start with that. I I think for people that didn't enjoy the show, the behind the scenes was probably more enjoyable because I love everything that they did in this Disney Gallery episode, starting with Temura Morrison. We saw him there kind of just holding the helmet to his head the same way that we saw Boba Fett in episode two in Attack of the Clones after Jango Fett's head was severed from his body by our friend Mace. Um, 
but how can you not love Tamura Morrison, right? He's up here, I would say, same as Diego Luna, as Star Wars ambassadors, people that just love being in this universe so much. They just feel that love coming from them and you just want to be their friend. Tamura's that kind of person that every time he talks about Star Wars, every time he talks about coming back to playing either Django Fett or Boba Fett, he, I think he's always even talked about Rex and the clones in other interviews. He's always very appreciative for having the opportunity to play these characters 20 years ago and very appreciative to now be back and be kind of welcomed by the whole Star Wars community. Again, I've, even if you didn't like the show, I haven't heard anyone kind of talking bad about Temur and how could you, especially after seeing this episode. He brings some, so much warmth and empathy also to Boba Fett. And I love, I know some people wanted Boba to be more ruthless, like we saw him a little bit in that episode in Mandalorian season two. But Temura knows it. He even said, this is an older bounty hunter. They are older Boba Fett. He's kind of, his motivations have changed. His kind of way of life has changed. How couldn't you? And then being stuck, I think it was Filoni probably, probably that said, just being stuck in that sort like stomach for who knows how, how long kind of changes people, right? Of course, you're going to be a changed person coming out of that greasy, disgusting, nasty, sort like stomach. So yeah, he's gonna be a different character. And I, so I love that they recognize that the actor kind of knew that. And then also um, John Farrow talking about, yeah, it's cool to see just uh, someone going week to week, just wrecking shop. But at, at a certain point it becomes boring because the character is not growing. They need to have these kind of physical and emotional challenges. And that's what this show was about. And again, if you did enjoy that part, that's totally fine. I said, I enjoyed the show. It wasn't the greatest out there. I enjoyed it for what it was. But it was great, at least for on my end, to see the creators and the people behind the show kind of having the same, or it's saying that the intention for the show was that. This is not the Boba Fett from the 80s that we grew up watching Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and then kind of making our own head kind of about it. It's a different character at this point in his life. So I love seeing that progression. Um, Robert Rodriguez, another person, say what you want. Some people don't like his style, kind of meshing with Star Wars. I didn't enjoy the two episodes that, that he did, the two bookends, the pilot, and then the, fi the finale. I love how he's, he tried to convince Favreau that he was the one that should direct the finale, even though apparently Favreau wanted to do it. Again, Favreau, you got to give it to him as a producer and kind of the, I want to mention Kevin Feige into this situation. But kind of the, the top guy right now when it comes to Star Wars TV kind of productions, kind of realizing, okay, he deserves the shot. He brought him back in The Mandalorian. He did the pilot. He knows what he wants to do with this character. He knows what he wants to do with the episode. Let me just give it, let him do it and not, not let ego kind of take you over and say, no, no, I'm the, I'm the lead producer here. I brought The Mandalorian into the world. I'm going to do it. No, okay, you go ahead. But talking about Robert Rodriguez and the way he approaches filmmaking, and I was critical in that first episode of Book of Boba Fett that I didn't like that sand golem. I didn't like the monster. He looked too Ray Howison. No, I'm messing up the name, but you know what I'm talking about this. Stop motion, claymation, animation that they did for the sand golem didn't mesh with me. I know you want to 
kind of go back to the past, how things were done, but come on, it's 2022. Let's be a little bit more, more out there with that technology and still get the same effect. But how can you not love a guy that <laughs> went into hands and knees to then make this animatronic, right? To show people through Zoom to get the idea out of what this sand creature was going to look like. He had these stick figures with the aluminum foil and then clay. And he said, you know what? I'm just going to record it myself. And I love seeing that against Star Wars. A lot of times about progression of technology and seeing <laughs> Robert Rodriguez on all four kind of halfway and then standing up to create that creature with four arms and the two legs was just incredible. It's something that me as a audience member who maybe not myself, but a lot of people out there, right? These Twitter critics, as you can throw me in there during my shows, I critique things and can, oh, I would have do things this way. I would have done this that way. Who in their right mind would have thought, okay, I got to convey this creature. Let me just record myself at this half centaur, half golem, half whatever creature to show on a Zoom call to convince people to do this show. You got to give it up for Robert Rodriguez. And then how he talks about how he likes to create music, music with his cast, with him singing with Temura Morrison. We saw him singing or giving Grogu a, a little guitar. So again, all that gives you in a warm mood to kind of, okay, I know not everyone loved love this, but it also goes back to when people say, oh, that's just lazy writing or lazy acting or that they director doesn't know what they're doing. They don't know Star Wars. It's like, shut up, dude. Just watch something like this. Watch the love that everyone from the director, the writers, the cinematographers, everyone working behind the scenes how much love they have for what they're doing. So just saying, oh, that's lazy writing, dude. We don't know what we're talking about. There's passion that no one set up to make a bad movie or a bad TV show. They're giving it their all. If you didn't enjoy it, okay, that's fine. We all have our, our reasons to like or not like something. But just to say, yeah, whatever this is lazy, it's 100% wrong. No great thing that I enjoyed was how much we saw how much everyone loves Mark Campbell, the same as we all do. We all want to meet him and say, that's our Luke Skywalker. We just kind of bow down. Um, everyone that re uh, recorded with him was just in awe of having him on set. I love that they used him for all the scenes that Luke was there and then bring, was it Max Lloyd, I believe? And I'm wrong if, if I have the wrong name for the second actor that played Luke Skywalker before they did the de-aging uh whatever it is um faking what is it uh you know what i mean when they change his face to make him look young again um so yeah i would love to see that technology how much it's evolved over this past year i know there's some not so great ways that you can use this especially now with voice changing and all that stuff you gotta be careful out there but i love seeing the progression of it but yeah, just having Mark Hamill there be able to play as Luke, it's so great. Even though we don't see him in the final kind of episode, in the final reveal, it was great seeing the progression of how those scenes were recorded and everything came about. Instead of just having him in the background, kind of giving some pointers, it was great seeing him, his Black Jedi outfit, doing the scenes, then you bring the other actor in, do the scenes again. He's kind of directing him. No, I did it this way. You gotta, I love seeing him flip. Grogu as they were going along. So yeah, a lot of a lot to love about that episode. I know 
would have been better as that season one galleries episode of Mandalorian that was about six episodes, one directing, one about the music, one about the special effects. Yeah, but they didn't do that for season two of Mando, so they weren't going to do it for Boba Fett. We'll probably get the same thing for Kenobi, which is fine. A one hour behind the scenes, I think, covers a lot. Um, and it's also great to see how much the volume has changed also. I couldn't tell a lot of this and how much they were using the volume, so that was great. And then talking about the sand golem that I didn't enjoy too much watching the way the rancor came about, which was the best effect out there in terms of creature, which I love everything about the rancor in Boba Fett. Love seeing how it was like three different stages. You have a full on practical head and shoulders, kind of like me right now. I might be a rancor. I'm, <laughs> I'm, Practical from here to here, everything else is going to be digital. It's basically, basically what they did with the Rancor. So every time you saw that, just the head and the shoulders, that was an actual puppet. When Boba Fett is riding him, it's an actual puppet. And then if you saw, saw that plus the arms, then that part was CG. And of course, if it's full body, then it's a full body kind of replacement with computer graphics, but just seeing how well it meshed, how everything kind of worked together, you couldn't tell really what was fake or CG and what was practical. So I love seeing all that. And that's, that was basically it. Will we get a, oh, and also enjoyed when they were talking about why they brought Mando back and why they brought Grogu, even though I didn't agree of bringing Grogu back because I, thought and I still think that his storyline with Mando was over but that at least they talked about it like yeah the fans are not going to be able to resist one season without seeing them at least Mando which also points out how all these seasons or these shows I should say are basically one big series kind of just divided because they did say one season they didn't say another series or wait another year before you see the Mandalorian so goes back to should this have been called the book of Boba Fett? Maybe do, should I call them the Mandalorian, uh, the Boba Fett chapters or something like that, just so it makes sense of the same universe and the same stories. And then it makes a little bit more sense when you bring Mando into it. But yeah, it was great seeing him again because those are, even though they're not my favorite as a book of Boba Fett story, those episodes were my favorite of the season, those two. So seeing everything that went along, bringing them was great. Uh, making that choice, I love also Filoni kind of talking about how Luke is the best mentor for Grogu at this point, losing their father at the same time, wanting to be with them, giving them that choice, but not really kind of Luke knew what he was gonna choose. It was, it was pretty interesting seeing that. And will there be a season two? I don't know, but I'm 100% sure we're gonna keep seeing Boba Fett or at least we're gonna keep seeing um, Temura Morrison back. Everyone loves him, like we said at the beginning, everyone loves working with him. He has a great, seems to have a great presence on set. Great Star Wars ambassador out there. He just got announced, I think, and Daniel Logan also to be at Celebration. I think this came out yesterday or Thursday. So I'm 100% sure, let's say 95% sure that Temura will be back as Boba Fett, of course, most likely for Mandalorian season three. But wouldn't surprise me if we see him back either as Django Fett, Rex, Cody, whatever for Kenobi and or Ahsoka. 
I think we'll see more of Tamura Morrison out there playing with so many of those clones out there. And again, I'll give it. He's a great Star Wars ambassador, great Star Wars actor, and great seems to be a great person. So yeah, just bring him back. <sighs> so yeah, I think that's it, guys. Like I said, this is just a pretty chill episode. Just talking a little bit about those May 4th announcement, or not announcement, kind of May 4th big things that were there. There was also an Apple kind of 50 minute video talking about the sound designs in Star Wars and sound effects. That was pretty interesting. You can find that on the Apple Apple TV YouTube channel. Uh, then some smaller things that kind of got announced and dropped. But, so yeah, that's basically it. Like I mentioned before, we'll be back next week with, with our full show. Uh, season 5 premiere with our friend Oti from El Podcast the Star Wars will be here. Make sure that you're here early for that episode. We have a big reveal in the first 5 minutes, probably before then, but we'll say 5 minutes. And then after, and we're going to do our Star Wars celebration, speculation, all the panels, what we think is going to be announced, what we want to be announced. Following week, we'll do the same thing, but for the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, Obi-Wan Kenobi speculation, also with Oti here. And then the following week is Star Wars celebration week. We'll have episodes on Thursday and Friday at 7 in the evening. And then Saturday, we'll be back at 5 p.m. Three straight days, three straight Radio Rebellion episodes. So make sure to join us there. We'll have great, great guests, like I said, on those episodes. Our friend Lauren, Lauren Romo from the Galactic Podcast will be joining us straight from Celebration. So it's going to be great to have someone kind of on the floor, feeding us information and the vibe. I want to... See that vibe of Star Wars Celebration out there. So hopefully we can go and join them someday soon. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us today on this Star Wars Saturday. And as always, stay safe, be safe, and may the Force be with you.